The prison system is broken, and to understand that, one needs only to look at its treatment of black Americans. According to a study from the American Friends Service Committee in 2013, quote, more than 60% of the people in prison are people of color. For black males in their 20s, one in every eight is in prison or jail any given day. Three-fourths of all persons in prison for drug offenses are people of color, end quote. Additionally, a study from the Sentencing Project revealed that Today, quote, today, people of color make up 37% of the U.S. population, but 67% of the prison population. Overall, African Americans are more likely than white Americans to be arrested. Once arrested, they are more likely to be convicted, and once convicted, they are more likely to face stiff sentences. Black men are six times as likely to be incarcerated as white men, end quote. With the study from the Sentencing Project estimating that one in three black men born in 2001 are expected to face a lifetime prison sentence, as opposed to white men whose odds are only one in 17. These statistics paint a clear picture that seems to go far beyond plausible coincidence. Why are black people and people of color so much more likely to go to prison than their white peers? And why do people of color make up 67% of the world's prisoners, but only 39.9% of the world's cops, and only 17% of the world's persecutors? One of the first things that can be pointed to to explain the semi-recent psych in the incarceration rates of black people and people of color is the fact that incarceration rates in general have been spiking in recent years. According to the American Friends Service Committee, quote, the United States leads the world in incarceration. With over 2.4 million people behind bars, a 500% increase over the past 30 years, the United States has 5% of the world's population, yet approximately 25% of its prisoners, end quote. While this can partially be chalked up to undeveloped countries lacking an organized prison system, it still makes one wonder why such a large percentage of the U.S.'s population is currently behind bars. Furthermore, the sentencing project studies reveal that over the last 40 years, there has been a 500% increase in incarcerations, with there being more people in jail for drug offenses today than there were for any crime in the 1980s. So how did we get here, and why are these prison populations so heavily linked to incarcerating people of color? The answer to both of these questions might link back to the war on drugs. According to the American Friends Service Committee, quote, prisons have exploded with the war on drugs, more than 500,000 people, nearly a quarter of all of those incarcerated, are incarcerated as a result of a drug conviction. The number of drug offenders in state prisons has increased 13-fold since 1980, end quote. With the sentencing project claiming, quote, a series of law enforcement and sentencing policy changes of the tough-on-crime era resulted in dramatic growth in incarceration. Since the official beginning of the war on drugs in the 1980s, the number of people incarcerated for drug offenses in the U.S. skyrocketed, from 40,900 in 1980 to 452,964 in 2017, end quote. So the rise in prison rates is clearly linked to a series of laws from the 1980s more harshly punishing drug offenses with jail time. So why do these crimes so heavily affect people of color? According to the Drug Policy Alliance, quote, people of color face discrimination at every stage of the legal system, end quote and that, quote, higher arrest and incarceration rates for these communities are not reflective of increased prevalence of drug use, but rather of law enforcement's focus on urban areas, lower-income communities, and communities of color, end quote. 
This means that following the war on drugs, these lower-income communities and the people of color who reside in them have been unfairly targeted compared to white communities. With so many people being arrested, one would hope that it might have a positive impact on the country. However, the opposite is true. The Sentencing Project writes, quote, The results are overcrowding in prisons and fiscal burdens on states. Despite increasing evidence that large-scale incarceration is not an effective means of achieving public safety, end quote. With the American Friends Service Committee saying, quote, Prisons devastate our communities. Over the last two decades, state spending on prisons grew at six times the spending of, on higher education. Nearly $70 billion is spent annually on prisons, prohibition, parole, and detention centers, end quote. Implying that the economic strain caused by this mass incarceration outweighs any potential benefits. They also claim that, quote, Crime rates have declined substantially since the early 1990s, but the study suggests the rising imprisonment has not played a major role in this trend, end quote. And, quote, the number of people sentenced to prison for property and violent crimes has also increased even during periods when crime rates have declined, end quote. Which, this suggests that these mass incarcerations haven't even been the main cause in decreasing crime rates. On top of that, several states, such as New York and California, have legalized certain recreational drugs, such as marijuana, and reclassified low-level drug crimes from felonies to misdemeanors, implying that these laws have always been unfair. So what can we do about it? With the clear alternative to the prison system yet to emerge, there are many smaller changes that could be made in the justice system to lower the amount of people in prison and prevent racial biases in incarceration. This could be ensured by placing more people of color in persecutor roles in order to prevent unfair bias in court rulings as well as having equal levels of surveillance on both white and minority communities. Decriminalizing certain recreational drug use and low-level drug crimes would also aid in reducing the number of felonies, as well as releasing people who were arrested for these low-level drug crimes. Another factor that plays heavily into someone's risk of arrest is their age. According to the Sentencing Project, quote, Research shows that crime starts to peak in the mid to late teenage years and begins to decline when individuals are in their mid-twenties, end quote. With the American Friends Service Committee stating, quote, In 2008, 37% of black high school dropouts were incarcerated. If these trends hold, 68% of African-American male high school dropouts born from 1975 to 1979 will spend time living in prison at some point in their lives. Both of these claims support the idea that young people, particularly people of color, are more likely to be at risk of arrest. By providing better resources for kids in low-income minority communities, as well as providing shorter prison sentences for low-level crimes, it could drastically aid in lowering the large amount of African Americans in U.S. prisons.